Serena. What's up, dog? Why are you with Darian? Oh, because my brother Paul forgot his train ticket when he left the house. I ran out after him with the ticket, but he just left. Then Darian saw me waving my arms in the street. So I pulled over to see what was wrong. Oh. Then Darian kindly offered to take me to the station. Oh, what a relief! You had me worried there for a second. Oh. What do you mean, Serena? Nothing. Nothing at all. <laughs> and anyway, Darian, I have to tell you that bike suit is so hooked up. Oh. You look great. <laughs> do you think? <laughs> oh, yes, but then again, anything would look good on you. Stop it, Serena. <laughs> Moon Podcast Escalation! My name is Jordan D. White. My name is Chris Sims, and this is Sailor Business. It's the podcast where we sit down with a friend each and every week, almost each and every week, and watch an episode of the classic 1992 Sailor Moon anime to talk about why it is that we love it so much. And today, we have... I, lo I love S. I love S. Uh, and today we are watching Sailor Moon S, episode 94, Protect the Pure Heart, The Three-Way Battle, and it's fantastic. Can I, can I make a so confession? Weird. Can I make a confession? Yes. Do you remember, yeah, yeah. Uh, you remember like a million years ago when we, when we watched the previous episode and then recorded the previous episode? Yes, I do remember that. That's when I watched this episode last. So I, as of right this second, have no idea what this episode's about. <laughs> okay, well, you should have been like me and rewatched it today. No. But you didn't. You're going to get a fresh take. <laughs> See, this is why. Here's the good news, everybody. I no longer need Jordan. Whoa! Whoa! Because I... I, the new, the new version of Zencaster, which is the uh, podcasting program that we use to record, allows me to import MP3s and play them live. So uh, let me let me just tell you a little story, everybody. Uh, What's the story? I really Thank just you. had Jordan around for the ukulele. That's wow. that's all. No, no. I'm, 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 I'm more worried that you're going to make a Jordan soundboard and actually record episodes without me. Oh, my God. That would, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be on that cruise and you're not. And I've got to do a single <laughs> oh, no. on that cruise. I'm literally just going to get a Jordan soundboard. But laughing today, and saying crystals aren't real. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Somebody out there, if you want to make a Jordan soundboard and send it to me, <laughs> do it. But for right now, I'm live, Jordan's live, and our very special guest is here, back again. Uh, one of my favorite people around, Annie Creighton. Welcome back to the show. How are you, Annie? I am I am great, guys, and I'm still giggling over a Jordan soundboard. <laughs> I like, feel like it's it going to happen. Leave, leave your soggy alone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't like Ray. <laughs> Heterosexuality is great. Uh, I never say that. I have never said that. I, I don't think. I could be wrong. <laughs> if, if, I mean, it, really, listen, I'll help you out. If you make a list of things you want me to say, I'll just say them for you. Okay. I'm a nice right, person. The important thing here is that Chris has gone completely mad with power at this point. Yes, he has. He's threatening yes. to play music on a regular basis. 
I don't know why you would say that. <laughs> I don't know why I should have to deal with people impugning my character when all I want to do is have fun with all my friends. So I hear we have some sailor business to discuss. Some sailor business. Yes, business. Uh, before we get into the sailor business, uh, Annie, do you have any Sailor Moon developments in your life? Because it actually has been a couple weeks since the last time we recorded. Usually it's just like 10 minutes. Uh, I've mostly had my friends on Twitter pushing the manga across the table to me, which I know I I need to read it. I know. I know. It. I, I'm told it fixes so many of my gripes with later Sailor Moon. And I just it's sitting over there. It's on our it's on our very nice mantelpiece collection of girl comics and girl books. But it is uh, it has not been read yet. I'll get to what it. Else, Shannon. What else is in the girl comic uh, a shelf? Uh, oh gosh, um, the, uh, it's a lot of clamp stuff from when I was younger. Uh, let's see, uh, gosh, it's not called Battle Angel. I'm totally blanking on what Battle Angel called. of Angelic Lair. Oh, Angelic. Angelic Lair, uh, which is a clamp series. It was like my first manga that I got into. Uh, it's, uh, then there's also the Ray Earth omnibuses I think we have there, as well as like all of Cardcaptor Sakura. That's that's a really interesting mix because you know what's on my girl comics shelf? What? All comics because comics wow. are for everybody. Wow! Annie, if you need to think about that, yeah. The next time you organize your bookshelves, bigot. Wow. Okay. <laughs> well, let's all take a drive over to Target so I can ungender my toy shelves. <laughs> no. Uh, I think I have have definitely slacked off on on reading the uh, the the manga to keep up with the show, and I've never finished it. Obviously, I've never read past the point uh, that I read in the uh, the or that I saw in the anime. So I really should like sit down with like take a day and just blow through fourteen volumes of Sailor Moon, uh, and maybe one lot. day that day will come. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of Sailor Moon, Jordan. Did you not know that? There's a lot of it. 200 there's more episodes of sailor moon than there are of like xena for example oh well i think you're i think you're trying to segue into sailor business (laughs) so yeah let's talk about sailor business because we have a lot of sailor business to talk about uh first and foremost uh, as you are listening to this the sailor moon s volume one collection is out uh, and I'm very excited about it. I actually have a copy of the uh, DVDs on the way from Viz, which is very exciting. I have a Viz contact now, uh, so I am really looking forward to hearing what the uh, what the dub cast does with uh, Haruka and Michiru. Uh, not to mention uh, Kaolinite and uh, Doctor Tomo or Tomoe. You don't think they'll uh, just do no emotion, deep voices like that? Yeah, no, this really is how you do. usually display that you're that you're an interesting character. You just talk like this all the time. I really hope they do that, guys. I really <laughs> hope that they just talk like this about pure hearts. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so for those of us who might have been worried that that for some reason the S and uh, uh, supers and stars and all that weren't going to be coming out, uh, rest easy because they are. But something else is coming out, Jordan. What's that? Oh, I know what that is. You're talking about January, right? Yeah, I'm talking about January. Look, uh, Christian LeBlanc was nice enough to send us both copies of the Pioneer version of the Sailor Moon R movie for us to watch and do our bonus episode on. Since the time those arrived and the time we're recording this, which is legit like three weeks, uh, they have announced that in January, not only is the Sailor Moon R movie 
coming out uh, on home video, on Blu-ray and DVD, but they're releasing it theatrically. Yeah. Annie, did you know about this? Had you heard? Oh, of course. I'm I'm so into this. Uh, thank you all who for, who tweeted this at us. A lot of people sent us this information. We are so excited. Yeah, I'm like really, really stoked. We got a tweet earlier yeah. today that, that said, hey, uh, you guys are going to just pick a theater halfway between you and drive there, right? Uh, so... Um. <laughs> Here's the thing. It would actually be way easier for one of us to just fly to the others. <laughs> yeah. Like, rather than both of us driving to Virginia. Is that, is that what it is? What it would have to be? Uh, let's It'd see, be let's Virginia see. or Maryland, I think. I'm gonna look. I mean, isn't Virginia for lovers? Well, sure. Virginia is for lovers, but it's not for destined moon lovers, I don't what? think. Where are you again? You're in uh, what town again? I am, I am in Durham, North Carolina. Okay. Uh, what is that? Oh, there it is. It just popped up on the map. So, let's see. About halfway. Yeah, it would be, yeah, somewhere in Virginia, you know, between Washington and Richmond. So, here's my question. Jordan, why don't you just fly down here? There's, like, oh. great theaters. In- oh, yeah, because there's not a lot of good theaters in New York City. <laughs> I don't know. Is that, like, a theater town? Is there, like, a lot of movies there? Here's the thing. I don't want to spend $28 to go see this. How about that? Ooh, slam. I would rather spend like 14, which is what it is here. Well, now, but we haven't, see, that's the thing. We haven't actually discussed this. So it's not, I mean, it's not like we could record in the theater. <laughs> no, it's not. But I think, I, I think here's the good news. We still have the movies on DVD from the Pioneer release, which I do actually want to watch because they've got the, the original American voice cast. And I do want to hear that. I definitely want to see it in the theater because how often am I going to get to see a Sailor Moon movie in the theater in my life? I think maybe once (laughs) once might be a safe bet. So either way, I think in January, when that movie is released, we're probably going to do the bonus episode that we've been promising then. And probably as we're recording it, watch the, uh, the DVD version that we have if the new DVD version isn't out already. But I definitely think we should both see it in the theater, ideally together, but probably not. I just looked up uh, on Google Maps how long it would take to drive to Durham from where mm-hmm. I am. It's, it's like eight hours and ten minutes. Uh, I was struck by that Google Maps was like, you could just fly. <laughs> Google, yeah, Google Maps, Maps is like, giving you directions to LaGuardia. Yeah, it was like, here's an alternate route. It takes an hour and a half. Fly, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, I've got an air mattress. You can you can stay for a couple days and we'll record sailor business for the first time in the same room. Well, I'll, I'll think about it. <laughs> look, uh, we got a couple months to the That's to the true. I, you know, I mean, I have, I have a you know, I have a job where I have to be in a building, a specific yeah. building. You don't have that. <laughs> as far guess. as I'm aware. But this is like this is like Sailor Moon. Also, it's... I could mention that you could go to that building and say hi to people and it would be relevant to your interests. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the last time I went there, last time I went there it was 2 years after that I got a job. So don't don't tell me, mister. Uh anyway, let's good let's talk more about Sailor Business. The Sailor yeah. Moon R movie's coming out. We're excited. Sailor Moon R movie's coming out. So I think we're definitely going to be doing that bonus episode in January. Uh, I think we're kind of planning on doing it a little sooner. But there's no reason for us to do that sooner if that movie is going to be in theaters in two yeah. months. The other thing that I wanted to talk about a little bit is uh, that we might be launching a Patreon uh, to support Sailor Business and a spinoff podcast that uh, I might be doing with... Uh, 
fan favorite guest, Allison Stock. Speaking of reasons uh, for you to come to New York City, also a New true, York City resident. Absolutely true. But uh, I would really like to hear what our listeners would like to see out of a Patreon, because obviously we're going to need to do some some goals. We're going to need to have some content for uh, for listeners. But unfortunately, the uh, Sailor Business T-Shirt Club is probably going to have to uh, shut down for the foreseeable future after December. I think we're going to do one more uh, run of shirts. Uh, we're not sure which it is. Uh, that might actually be out by the time you hear this episode. So head over to sailorbusiness.ttoki.com to, to see what that shirt is. But I think that's going to be our last one for at least a while, maybe permanently. So as an alternate way to, to get some income coming from the podcast and to give back to our listeners a little bit, I think we're looking at starting a Patreon. Uh, so if you have ideas on what you'd like to hear, maybe you'd finally like to hear me uh, get through Sailor Moon Another Story or the other uh, Super Nintendo Sailor Moon games that were out in the 90s. Uh, if, if that's something you want, maybe you want like some uh, manga discussion. Uh, that we could do. I don't think we could do like a lot of bonus episodes, but we could probably do something if that is uh, what our listeners would like to hear. So definitely email the show and let us know what you think of that idea and what you would like, because you're the ones who are going to be getting on. <laughs> so, so give us a shout. I mean, I guess I, I've also haven't done a lot of uh, cover songs recently, but I could try to do more of those too, if people are interested. Yeah, maybe you could uh, maybe you could cover this one. This is a, a favorite of mine. No, I probably would not cover a lot of incidental music. But you never know. What's that? What's that? I can't, I can't hear you, Jordan. If people, I can't hear you, Jordan. I guess if we have really impressive uh, donors who really want background music by me. Um, <laughs> I was thinking at one point, and this would be a lot of work, so I, I, that's why I haven't done it yet. I was thinking at one point I could try to cover um, some of the songs from the Japanese show, but I wouldn't want to cover them in Japanese because I would do a really poor job. So I was thinking I might try to like read what the translations are and then try to like recraft the lyrics so that they rhyme and fit but still have the same basic meaning. That's a lot of work, though. We'll see. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, look, that's a lot of work, but but that's if that sounds like something you'd want, get in touch. Uh, and Annie, I want to thank you. I know that you have a, uh, I know that you have a a Patreon for both uh, the Jim Jam and uh, I Will Fight You, which is a fantastic uh, side podcast that you do. And one of your goals is that you're, that you're playing dating sims. Yeah, we recently hit that milestone like consistently, so we're going to start uh, working on that uh, when we take a break from the podcast over the holidays. And uh, we've already picked our first one by uh, going to Steam and organizing by review and then showing lowest first. So wait, you're not going to start with... I, I assumed you were either going to start with the one with the uh, Tsundere laundry pervert <laughs> or the one where you date a horse. I mean, here's the problem. The one where you date a horse with a boy face, that one is on mobile. And I don't think we have an emulator for that. And also, it's completely in Japanese. So I tried to date that horse, and I had no idea what I was doing. At some point, treadmills and carrots littered the field. Things were glowing and sparkling. And then the horse Kabe donned with a hoof. And I don't know how to deal with that. You were in a, a real Rini situation there. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. No. I was in a Rini situation. I don't want to hear about it until we get there. <laughs> 
Uh, so yeah, wonderful. one one I think last bit of uh, of sailor business that we have is that, like I said, um, we're going to be launching a spinoff podcast. And if you listen back a few episodes, you might have heard that uh, Allison Stock and I share a love of television's Xena Warrior Princess. And so I think Xena Warrior Business is uh, is going to be coming soon from me and Allison and probably a uh, similar kind of rotating cast of guests that we've had with uh, with Sailor Business. So keep an eye out for that. I'm sure we'll hey. talk about it on this show when it goes up. And that one's allowed to have male guests probably, right? Nope. What? <laughs> You promised. Uh, I think Allison might have told you you could be on, but I did not yes, agree to she that. She did. She told me I could be on. Maybe. Like I'll I'll let I'll let Allison make the call on that one. I think she's oh, going to be the right. the lead on this project. But yeah. Um. So with all that said, uh, there's a couple things I want to do before we get into the episode. I think we're going to take a couple Twitter questions, but first, I think we wanted to have a little bit of a musical interlude from Annie. Oh. So one thing you need to know is that something that my husband John and I do a lot is we come up with dumb lyrics for pre-existing songs. And uh, one of my favorite Christmas movies is Irving Berlin's White Christmas. You've probably heard the sister song in it as an isolated thing. Sisters, sisters, there were never more devoted sisters. Well, when we started watching Sailor Moon again, well, we started thinking about cousins. Haruka and Michiru... The definitely, uh. definitely cousins. They're just so cousins. They're just related, and they're friendly <laughs> with each other, and they're just gals being pals. Uh. So then we sat down and we looked at the lyrics, and uh, if you want to pause the, the recording right now, not you guys actually, but you, the internet, want to pause and like go full up a YouTube video and listen to that song or read the lyrics, be my guest, because um, we didn't have to change a lot. So, this is our cousin song. Cousins, cousins, there were never more devoted cousins. Never had to have a chaperone, no sir. I'm here to keep my eye on her. Caring, sharing, every little thing that we're not wearing. When a certain gentleman arrived from Rome, she wore the pants, we both stayed home. In all sorts of weather, we stick together, sure in the rain or sun. Two different faces, but in tight places, we think and we act as one. Mm -hmm. Those who see us know that not a thing could come between us. Many men have tried to split us up, but no one can. Lord help the dozens who swear there were more than just cousins. But Lord help the cousin who goes on a date with a man. And there you go. Hurrah! So, I'm sorry, I'm not familiar with the original song. Is it about sisters who are... You know, lovers? No, but that's the amazing <laughs> thing. You don't have to change most of the lyrics except from context. Okay. <laughs> uh, two, two things I need to need to clarify real quick. Please. First, Jordan, you've never seen White Christmas? No. You should probably watch White Christmas. What do you mean I should probably? What? <laughs> It's a really fun Christmas movie, though there's some contextual stuff for the time that you kind of have to go. Uh, oh, yeah, but, there's I mean, a there's a minstrel show. segment. There's a, look, there's there are like there are maybe two African-Americans in the entire movie and they both work on the train. 
Uh, And then they just have a song about how great minstrel shows were. And then they segue directly into a very long dance number uh, with one of the female cast members who definitely had an eating disorder because you never see her neck and her waistline is too thin. But it also has Rosemary Clooney in it. I mean, okay. yeah, like you, like it's stop making it depressing. Annie. It's a fun, it's a fun <laughs> Christmas movie. I, gets, I love, I love White Christmas. I was, I was raised on White Christmas and a Christmas story. I love them a lot. I actually only watched White Christmas for the first time last year, and it did make me cry. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Jordan, you should probably watch it this year. It's on Netflix. <laughs> I yeah. should probably watch it. It's the first movie filmed in Technicolor. Is it really? Uh, I did not know. Yeah. That. I didn't know well, that. welcome back to White Christmas Business. Uh, <laughs> white, white White Christmas Business? No, none of that's going to work. Uh, the best so. things happen while you're dancing. Things that you never would try come naturally on the floor. Anyway, Maybe, go ahead. Here, here's my question. Maybe we can cut your song out of the episode as well. and Not, not cut it out, but like isolate it and put that in the uh, Sailor Business song box, too, for people who want to hear it. I actually uh, was doing some test audio the other day uh, for another podcast I was guesting on and did record that as just a test. So I do have a file for that. Oh, you should absolutely send it to us because I I think it is it it is charming and delightful. And there is it might just be you and me, Annie, who are the audience that would like to hear uh, (laughs) Sailor Moon parody versions of songs from White Christmas. But God love us. We are passionate. I mean, I guess I could try to like... uh record the music for it i mean i i I have have no idea if that was on tempo or not but no not that music (laughs) (laughs) no one will ever let me have any fun okay so let's uh do a couple of twitter questions and then get into the episode itself okay before we actually do twitter questions and and please send us your questions at sailor business on twitter um first uh sailor alex senpai sent us a link to a uh, Sailor Moon quiz on HowStuffWorks.com. So I figured we should probably do this. Okay, we might do this in place of Twitter questions then, but, but well, go yeah. ahead and hit me with that link. Okay. Well, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna read you the questions, and you're. Oh, gonna so this answer is them. like a knowledge quiz. This is like which uh, which Yoma are you? No, no, this is not a which Sailor Scout are you. This is a yeah. There's there's trivia. Which, and I'm which sure, Chris Diamond are you? I think I'm I, race car. I, I want to I'm find out what you do. I was probably. Let's see. Uh, I would yeah, say I'm you were probably a Jedi because yeah. well, you're you're a bit of a Jedi, Danny. I'm go getter. Yeah. All right. Here's the intro. Sailor Moon spread Japanese anime and manga around the world. Take our quiz to see how much you know about the world of Sailor Moon. Start quiz. Hey, Chris, how old is Usagi Tsukino when she becomes Sailor Moon? <laughs> Usagi Tsukino is 14 years old. She's a cancer. Her blood type is O. Uh, yes, one of the answers is 14, so I will click that for you. She's, uh, she's uh, over-emotional and a bit of a klutz, but she tries her best. You're right. Here's Would you like to know her favorite food? Uh, no, I'm good for now. I mean, maybe later. I will need to know that, but, but we'll see. Uh, who is not one of the original five Sailor Senshi? Sailor Mercury? Sailor Jupiter? Sailor Saturn. Really? Are you asking me or Annie? Is this Annie's turn? And, oh, yeah, Annie, this one's for you then. Yeah, sure. Really? 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 <laughs> Inner Senshi, Outer Senshi? Really? You yeah, bring yeah, this yeah. shit into my house? <laughs> <laughs> so which one should I click? Uh, Mercury? Venus. Definitely Venus. He's not on this list. Uh, the closest thing to Venus would be Saturn, I guess, so I'll click Let me that. see. Let me see. Let me see. Hey. Sailor Venus. Sailor Mars. Sailor Mercury. Sailor Mercury. Sailor, Sailor Jupiter. Jupiter. Uh-huh. Secret powers are so new to her. 
Wait, she's wait. What's her name? She's what? She's the one named Sailor Moon. Uh, I would say oh, Saturn. Oh, yeah. okay. True or false? Naoko Takeuchi's originally original manga focuses on Sailor Venus. Uh, well, if it actually focuses well, on Sailor V, but yeah, <laughs> okay. Uh, what about, is uh, a senshi? What is a senshi? Is it a teacher, a father, or a soldier? I want Sailor Fathers. <laughs> Yeah, that would be a pretty different show. Uh, here, here, what gives the sailors their powers? Metals, animals, or crystals? Honestly? Oh, Jordan, do you want to take this one? Animals, the cats. The cats give them their powers. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> From a certain point of view. How come pens is not on this list? It's All right, I clicked crystals. Crystals are real. Well, <laughs> what is Memoru Chiba's nickname? And I don't know why they said nickname. That's not quite... The right uh, thing to say. I would Is guess. Uh, no. I think we Nick- said it once on the show. I think it's a Sundari laundry pervert. <laughs> Uh, the other options besides the correct one, which is Tuxedo Mask, are Bird of Prey and Danger Soldier. <laughs> danger Soldier? So again, a different show where he's Danger Soldier. It's a way better name! Uh, which sailor is the soldier of wisdom? Uh, that's really tough. Because well, I don't give think you, any of them are. I, I'll give you the multiple choice. Sailor Moon, Sailor Venus, or Sailor Mercury. By default, it's Mercury. But I would say You're that's right. more book smarts than wisdom. Yeah, that's fair. That's intelligence. Is, that's a different stat. What is Sailor Mars the soldier of? And being mean to Serena is not on here, oddly enough. Uh, wind, fire, or earth? These are pretty easy questions. Let's see what else Annie, we got. do you have a guess here? It's water, right? Yep. Which say which sailor is the soldier of thunder? Uh, that's uh, well, that's is a it similar... thunder or lightning. I'll tell you, it's it's slightly. I mean, I'm sure the answer is Jupiter, but they have Uranus and Neptune on here, and like Uranus literally does a thing called ground shaking, which is pretty thunderous. I mean, it's ground not shaking. Thunder. Wait, it's an Jordan, earthquake. what do you ground think shaking. causes earthquakes? Just a real quick question. Uh, Just... when Zeus stamps really hard on the ground. Okay, that is correct. Oh, Go yeah. with that. <laughs> True or false? Sailor Venus is the soldier of love. That is true. Her last name is I know. So that means that you know? Uh... (laughs) You're both fired. What is Sailor Moon's true identity? Princess Serenity, Princess Diana, or Queen Victoria? I'm going to go ahead and say Queen Victoria. Definitely Queen Victoria. Oh, well, that's you know, wrong, that was guys. Her, that was in the original plan for the Deke dub. That was going to that's be her true. name. You're right. Victoria. They're trying to trick you with a real deep cut. What did, is... did, the, Chris, did the Silver Moon Kingdom or whatever, did they have any money with, with Usagi on it? That's a great question. No, because her mother was still alive. Well, then well, they, they had look money exactly with, the same. Yeah, they had money with, with Queen Serenity numbers 1 through 46. <laughs> What is Chibiusa better known as? Small lady, young one, or wise woman? Uh, I would say she's better known as Chibiusa. Yeah. <laughs> like, who is the guardian of the time gate? Uh, it's Sailor uh, Pluto. That's Sailor Pluto, yeah. Doc oh, Brown? Here we go. Who? This one, I, I, I guess I would get by process of elimination. Who is the soldier of sky and flight? Sailor Moon, Sailor Mars, or Sailor Uranus? Uh, I guess Sailor Moon? That's actually the toughest one we've got because I don't I know the answer to that. Uranus. I mean, 
Uranus seems like it would be right, but she has Earth-based attacks yeah, and like to drive cars very fast. We say Phila Uranus, who is known for her tremendous sword fighting skills, is the soldier of sky and flight. Well, that's not a very good explanation, but hmm. that's what they said. Which huh. sailor has a magic mirror? Uh, Mishiro. Yes. What else we got? What is Sailor Saturn's major power? <laughs> Love, wealth, or destruction? <laughs> It's wealth. It's wealth. She's another Bruce Wayne. No, it's destruction. I don't know. Her house is really big. It is. She does have a very big house, but that's not her power. Uh, who I, rules... Are you saying that money isn't power? Uh, well, it is. It, again, it's Bruce Wayne's superpower, and therefore it is Tuxedo Mask's superpower. It's not correct. But... <laughs> Neither of those is correct. It's not Batman's Fucking superpower? <clears throat> who rules the Dark Kingdom? Queen Beryl, Queen Moonshine, or Queen Artemis? Queen Metallia. Oh, yeah. oh, snap. Yeah. Fuck, this thing is wrong. Um, but also, let me just say, now I'm imagining Queen Artemis, like like RuPaul Drag Race style. I'm just imagining this little cat sitting in this giant freaking throne, trying really hard with his paws to just work that crystal. Where does Calling the in all the, the four kings of heaven just tell them how fat they are. <laughs> <laughs> Where does the Black Moon cl- clan hail from? Nemesis, Mnemonic, or Nikumaroro? I would say from the from the Black Moon, Nemesis. Yes. Where is Queen Helenia of the Dead Moon Circus trapped? Oh, Chris does not know this one. In a cave, in a mirror, or in a clay jug? This is a good. I'm gonna I'm gonna dip out and get my power cord while this is going. So you you oh can handle God, this. What a clay jug. What's the answer? Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a mirror. <gasps> You're right. What kind of creature is Luna? Cat, dog, frog. People. Uh, people, exactly. <laughs> uh, we would have accepted scorpion uh, based on early episodes of our show. <laughs> <laughs> what does the? Sh- oh, I don't think I. Well, I was gonna say no. I don't think I know this one. What does the shadow Galactica seek to steal? Star seeds, star coins, moon dollars. <laughs> I mean, star seeds is the thing I know. I don't that remember if there are right. star coins. Yes, it was star seeds. Oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. Otherwise, you would have had to quit the podcast. What do Ale and Anne rely on for life energy? Stardust, human blood, or a tree? Babies. <laughs> the next yeah, baby. Babies. <laughs> but, but Chris, how much better would the show have been if they were vampires? <gasps> oh, no. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> they should be Team tiny vampires talking vampires. With a vampire tree? Yes. A vampire tree. Uh, what are the sailors, starfighter, star maker, and star healer better known as? Sailor sunspots, sailor starlights, or sailor Starbucks? It's starlights. Oh, they, they got that coffee. It's pretty obscure. You've probably never heard of it. Ooh, Chris, Chris, I want you to answer this one because you don't know the answer. Okay. What band are the sailor starlights a part of? The three lights? Starbrights? Or We Three Stars. Well, all of those are terrible bad names. <laughs> You're absolutely right. The Holograms. Nope, nope. <gasps> oh. Which one do you think? What were they again? The Three Lights, Starbrights, or We Three Stars. Starbrights? Is that your answer? Yeah. No, it is The Three Lights. Wow. With their hit song, Search for Your Love. Uh, are you sure Sailor Stars isn't just an elaborate precognitive <laughs> Sonic Underground fan fiction? That's entirely don't, possible. Don't get me started with that either, Annie. That's they made a vow. Their mother would be found. Who is Queen of the Moon? Queen Silver Star, Queen Moonbeam, or Queen Serenity? These are pretty easy. Oh, 
Here we go. What year did Sailor Moon cartoon premiere in the U.S.? It's the classic 1992 Sailor Moon anime. <laughs> that is not when it premiered in the U.S., though. In the U.S., 95. You are absolutely correct without getting your multiple choice. Well done. Wow. What is she known as in Japan? Uh, and it doesn't what ask is you to... known as in Japan? <laughs> what is the... I'm sorry. I, I said she, and I'm crazy. It's what is the show known as in Japan? Be sure to send she Sailor Moon. Right, but they actually have pretty guardian Sailor Moon. Uh, or the other option be, options being Her Majesty Sailor Moon or Queen of the Universe Silver Moon. That's a... Those sound like 80s shows. Isn't that like a Barbarella? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that sounds, like a, that sounds like a Silverhawk spinoff. Uh, true or false? Sailor Moon was inspired by the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. False. <gasps> I clicked false, and it says it's true. Well, well, Sailor Moon being brought over to America was inspired by the success of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Oh. I watched the Dateline special on that that's on YouTube. This says, looking to create a version of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers for girls, Naoko Takeuchi came up with Sailor Moon and her friends. Okay, well, I, that's I, bullshit because Mighty Morphin Power she... Rangers was on in, in 92 in Japan. It was, it was like, Mighty Morphin wasn't even on in Japan. You're talking about Curious Sentai Zoo Ranger. Back me up, Jake. You're totally right. <laughs> Thank you, well, Jake. This, how stuff works, <laughs> you don't know how stuff works. Two yeah. questions left. True or false? In the manga, each of the sailors has her own castle. <laughs> Shannon, help. Oh, God, I hope it's true. Please I'm tell pretty me it's sure true. that this is true. Yes, that it is. That sounds like it would be true. They're all princesses. <laughs> and, uh, oh, Chris does not know the answer, except maybe he does now. Last question. Where is Luna from? Mao, Moon, or Mars? Mao is a cat noise? Yeah, and it's also the name of the planet Luna is from. Nope. Yeah. What, what I, do you mean? No. Yeah. I mean, I mean, no. I reject that. I reject okay. it. So, according to how stuff works, we got twenty nine out of nine out of thirty, right? But that's because they're apparently wrong about Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Well, I, I mean, if they had said if inspired by Super Sentai, I think that would have been wow, wow. They wow. literally said MMPR, inspired by MMPR. Well, no, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Even if they would have said the Power Rangers, I would have. But no, that's. Now, she revitalized the Maho Shoujo genre, or at least did a landmark series in it. But I mean, she didn't she didn't create it. Was she the first one that did like Maho Shoujo teams? We've actually discussed this on the show before, and we've kind of um, we've had people write in about it. And I think it might have been. I think I certainly the biggest and most influential. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I think I think the the magical girl team idea does like descend directly from Sailor Moon. Before that, I think maybe there had been a, a duo or two, but mm. the team comes pretty uh, directly from Naoko Takeuchi. I mean, in that case, I could definitely see that inspired by Super Sentai, especially if, if especially since it's a five person team. Yeah, I mean, like, I do know that that. The sort of uh, the Super Sentai setup, which at that time had been successful for over 15 years, would have been like in play and was one of the reasons that uh, Codename Sailor V was reimagined as Sailor Moon after, you know, its initial run of success. But but I think inspired by Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, that's that's just ridiculous. Well, well, actually, thank you. Well, if you work for How Stuff Works and wrote this quiz, uh, you can contact us at sailorbusinesspodcast uh, at gmail.com. That's right. And now I think it's time that we get into uh, the episode Music Cue. <laughs> 
super. I love it. I love it. I'm going to do it all the time now. Uh, so we are going to be watching Sailor Moon S episode 94, Protect the Pure Heart, the three-way battle. But Jordan, does this episode yes. have an English title? It sure does. I'm trying again. What I'm ha- what I'm doing right now is racking my brain to try to remember what this episode is about <laughs> to yeah, see if I, there's a clue in the title. I, I, I keep fairly detailed notes and I've, I've just read over those to remember what the hell goes on in this besides kissing. the monster, which is the best. There's it's all about kissing. It's all about kissing. Yeah. OK. All right. I've got the title here. Uh, OK. I'm going to ask one question before I guess. Before I put on my Cloverway producer hat and guess. Totally fair. Does it have anything to do with the fact that there is a vacuum cleaner monster? Sort of, maybe from a certain point of view. Is it like, is it like the the sucky adventure? No, no, no. You can't say suck on a kid's show? Yes, no. I don't know if that's true. Anyway, it, it isn't. Do you want me to just tell you, or you want to guess again? Yeah, I can't even remember Unazaki's American name. Okay, uh, no, it's fine. It's not in there. You could start with vacuum, but like vacuuming is too specific. Maybe if you wanted a to make it a sweet. little more generic. Yeah. Oh, you're so close now, but but also it's also about kissing and romance. So keep, keep it clean. <laughs> <laughs> leave, leave some room for the Holy Spirit. What is? I don't know what it could be. Keep it clean. Is such a wonderful one. Oh, that's so good. No, it's swept off her feet. Mm, that's bullshit. I'm going <laughs> to go ahead and call that one. Okay, uh, I don't usually do this, but I'm going to break off a little piece of the remix. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, again, because I watched this episode so long ago, one of the things I do when I watch the episode, I watch them in Japanese and then I watch the Deke or the Cloverway dub i wrote down a bunch of the quotes from the dub but because it's been so long i don't necessarily remember what these are from so i'm just gonna tell them to you now and then if it comes up during the episode and i remember oh that's probably where that was i'll tell you so here's the quotes i wrote down hey serena what's up dog (laughs) (laughs) um that bike suit is so hooked up real lines from 14 year old (laughs) girls um, oh, this one, this one I do remember, and we'll definitely get to it. It was with Brad, the cutest guy in school. I know that one. <laughs> um, hi, Michael. Can you kiss me? <laughs> Dreams are for losers, honey. And yes. finally, I'll keep hot lips on ice. Yes. So hopefully I'll, tr- I'll remember what these are from. But in case I don't, I wanted to get them out there. Say the one about the motorcycle suit one more time, because I want to experience that again. <laughs> That bike suit is so hooked up. You're gonna put that in the in the Jordan soundboard, aren't you? That's definitely the Jordan soundboard. Folks, get to your editors. <laughs> oh, God, I so... want it on my phone for when I go on that cruise. <laughs> and I'm just like hitting that bike suit is so hooked up. Like every What's up, dog. <laughs> Okay, so uh, let's do this episode. This will be fun. Yeah. So uh, we open with uh, Usagi uh, complaining about having to study for her high school entrance exams on such a nice day. And Luna is just getting on her case. Yes, that is all accurate. You should have watched it, Jordan. (laughs) 
this now I'm 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 being hasty uh, not hasty being delayish because I also forgot to queue up the episode to watch as we talk Jesus. and so I'm going jump 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 it's been Jordan. so long I don't remember how to do this show anymore so, so you're right uh, uh, is going, oh Ray and, sees... Ray and I'm gonna yell at you. She sees Mamoru uh, pull up on a motorcycle wearing a bike suit that is really hooked up. <laughs> uh, but when she runs over to greet him, she notices that <gasps> there's a girl riding a side saddle on the back of <laughs> on the back of this motorcycle. Now, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, Chris, this is a trick they pulled on us once before. And it was uh, it was uh, it was Andrew's sister. So uh, obviously it's got to be a different girl in a different situation or else they wouldn't pull the exact same trick again. Uh, that would be silly. Well, so, uh, Jordan, it is actually, uh, Unazaki who is in fact, Motoki's sister. And she what? gets a, she gets a taking off the motorcycle helmet scene where, I mean, look, she is a protagonist in design. She is very <laughs> protagonist. Can I tell you something about the, the dub? Yes. I don't know why they were idiots, but they forgot that this was Andrew's sister. So they forgot that this is a pre-existing character. This is a character yeah. that we've seen before in this exact situation before. Or they didn't care because they specifically in the in the diner scene have her mention her brother Paul. Well, that's I mean, I guess <laughs> they could have another brother, I suppose. But yes. <laughs> Well, that's a common nickname for Andrew. <laughs> that's, true. that's true. Well, it's, what you don't know is that it's Andrew Paul Motoki Furuhata. It's his, uh, it's his confirmation name. It's yeah. Andrew Paul Motoki Small Gentleman Serenity <laughs> Furuhata. And and wait, what future character does he turn into? Oh, we never. Ha- he doesn't ever turn into one. Okay, that's uh, that we know that of yet. <laughs> Um, uh, so it turns so out yeah, that, this uh, must be where this must be where Serena says that his bike suit looks so hooked up. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> Memory is actually just helping her out. Uh, Andrew or Motoki is on his way on vacation, but he has left his train ticket at home. So Unazaki is uh, helping out for some reason, riding on the back of the motorcycle with Andrew's best friend, not just like giving him the ticket, but I guess maybe he'll drop her off at school after. Or is picking her up from? I don't know what the situation is. It's well, a he must weird. be bringing her to to work uh, because she needs a ride. Oh, that's good. I was, it was also weird because it's like I swear that's that looks like the uniform from Ray's school, but a different design. But also, she's definitely a high schooler because she's a senpai. I don't get what's going on here. She's is she a year older? No, she's in high school. Yeah. She specifically says she's in high school. You're right. Maybe yeah. she's like Ray's all girls school has a high school section or something i don't know why doesn't ray oh well i was gonna say why doesn't ray go to it but uh, that's right you you try to get into high schools you you go for specific ones yeah i forgot also driving side saddle on a motorcycle is maybe you know just a little ill-advised it seems a bit dangerous the second time in three episodes that someone has ridden a motorcycle side saddle which is a thing i have seen zero times in 34 years on this planet i'm gonna google it (laughs) motorcycle side saddle well, you know, you ride side saddle on a bicycle and a motorcycle is just a faster bicycle. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I understand wanting to preserve one's modesty. That's not what I'm that's not what I'm really against. I just think it's very impractical and probably dangerous. Yeah, so most of the most of the images that come up are of women riding on the back of a motorcycle, but at least one of them is a lady like showing off just 
she's the only one on the motorcycle and she's riding a side saddle, which is pretty impressive. Uh, Ill-advised, perhaps? A little, a little. (laughs) (laughs) The thing is, I thought this was hilarious when we saw Michiru doing it. Because the idea that, you know, Michiru is such a proper lady that she's going to even ride on the back of this motorcycle side saddle was was hilarious to me. But if it's just something that everybody's supposed to do, that, that takes away my enjoyment a little bit. I will, can I tell you, lemons. the bulk of the images I'm seeing are of Asian people riding side saddle on motorcycles. Maybe it is an Asian cultural thing. You shouldn't even get on a bike if your legs are t- exposed. It's a bad idea. You're absolutely right. But like, seriously, almost all of the images, I, I sent you the link. Almost all of the images are Asian ladies in skirts riding side saddle. So now that uh, now that a significant portion of our audience is Googling that. <laughs> <laughs> no judgment. Um, you heard me talk about Sorcerer Hunters a few weeks ago. It's fine. We cut to uh, Unazaki's job as a, as a waitress at the Crown Cafe. And she, okay, a couple things to get through here real quick. First of all, she starts asking uh, Usagi if she and Mamoru have kissed, which they have. But there's a lot of discussion of kissing between these two teenage girls. And there's literally just some creep sitting behind oh, them. Yeah. Like, who oh, starts like yeah. leaning over the back of his chair looking back at them? But you know, he's, I mean, he's eavesdropping so hard. Yeah. Oh, he's not even like eavesdropping. He is turned to pay attention to the conversation. But yeah. in his defense, Usagi's very loud. <laughs> right. And uh, also, I think, now correct me if I'm wrong, she, she ends up drawing the conclusion that they have never kissed because Usagi's so embarrassed. Yeah. And she says that Usagi is too young to have kissed Mamoru, which is true. Well, yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> uh, but it is revealed that Unazuki, Unazuki, I'm sorry, I've been calling her Unazaki. Unazuki uh, has also not had her first kiss yet, and she is uh, saving it for someone special. She's not just going to go around uh, smooching the first 43-year-old who comes along dressed well, throwing I, well, roses you know, around. Everybody knows once you kiss a girl, you have to marry her and make an honest woman out of her. It's true. And then you're stuck raising that pink-haired monster on the moon. Is that what exactly. you want, kids? Now, I'll tell you, I'm sure you won't want to discuss this very long, Chris, but definitely my wife and I watched this scene and we were like, they're really talking about sex, right? Oh, they're clearly (laughs) really talking about sex. Definitely a sex thing. (laughs) They're just saying kiss, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, she's talking about how she she wants to treasure her first time. (laughs) The thing is, is like Japan is so they're so weird about public displays of affection. Like, that's why walking together under an umbrella is such a motif, because it's like, oh, you're actually being intimate, but you have an excuse. It's like so. So like even just hand holding is a big freaking deal and not just holding pinkies, the whole freaking hand. So like, I, I, I just can't imagine kissing this because, big of a deal. Because she specifically says when, when, when Yusagi's like, well, have you, have you ever kissed? She's like, well, I have a boyfriend that I love very much. But we haven't but kissed But we have never yet. kissed. Ever. And I was like, wow, okay. So speaking of public displays of affection, who is in the next booth but uh, Haruka and Michiru, who are enjoying oh, a cup of booth. coffee and a cup of tea together, uh, shrouded by flowers. Now, have we have we gotten to have they actually said the the word cousins in the show yet? They haven't, right? Not, I mean, certainly not in the Japanese version. But well, I, you're the, the Japanese I, version. You're the only one watching the uh, the Cloverway. I don't think I, I, they have yet. 
I think they probably I think they mention it because I've seen like a I've seen a cousin supercut uh, a bunch of times when they mention cousins in the show. And I think they introduce themselves as cousins in uh, in the Haruka and in the Haruka episode where it's like, is that a hot boy? No, it's a hot girl. But that's but in that episode is the one where they keep going. Are you dating or what? Maybe it's the next one or so. I, I, yeah, I, I think remember. they've at least established themselves as cousins at this point, if only so they can really start pushing that a lot. But yeah, you're right about the flowers. Uh, uh, basically, Serena or Usagi or whoever is absolutely in love with both of them. Yeah, oh, yeah. they get like we get Usagi vision and they are literally like wreathed in beautiful roses. And Haruka holds up her coffee cup and goes, dreaming of a kiss. How cute. And then Michiru launches into an experience that uh, growing up in South Carolina, I know that I had, <laughs> which is you're just hanging out, trying to get a meal, talking to your friends, and a stranger yeah. starts talking to you about the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know what the world's first kiss was? It was between Adam and Eve. I mean, which I is a very sense. ironic thing <laughs> for Michiru to be saying. Now, Chris, this is where I'm sorry to break your heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said I knew where that one quote was from, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that this is where that quote is from. Where where uh, Michelle says, "I remember my first kiss. It was with Brad, the cutest guy in school." And that Adam and Eve cutaway is instead a cutaway, uh, presumably of her, her and and uh, her and Brad. Uh, oh, they're naked. I guess. Again, we know what this is really about. Mm-hmm. What what is what do you think Brad is short for? <laughs> Bradley. It's is it like like Bradley with two with an I? Oh, I guess. Now I yeah. get it. Bradley B R A D L I E. Yeah, is is it like Anna Brad or or Anna Brad? <laughs> Elizabeth maybe. maybe? The cutest guy in school, Chris. Mm. He was the cutest boy in school because I'm <laughs> no. definitely heterosexual. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm you know my catchphrase, heterosexuality is great. <laughs> Cut it. Cut it right there, everybody. Please send that to me. You know what? You can also make a Chris soundboard. I'll, I'll be fair. Sure. Because sure. surely one day I'm going to have a cold and uh, you're going to win the show. Band. <laughs> band. <laughs> you're all banned. You're all banned. All right. So, yeah. Here's uh, another one, here's another one for the, the Chris soundboard. Here you go. Ready? Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. Uh, so, th- we also learned that there are different types of kisses. A kiss on the hand is one of respect. A kiss on the forehead is one of friendship. A kiss on the palm is asking for a favor. I In 16th don't... century Italy, it said that if a young couple kissed, they were required to get married. Yes, this is also as true as all those other facts, probably. They just start reading off, like, the Wikipedia-related <laughs> page of kissing. All right, I'll give you a hand. I'll give you a forehead. I've never heard of anyone kissing on the palm. No, me neither. That's dirty. You don't know where that's been. Yeah, that's I want them to just... things up with. I want them to just start listing other, like, ly- lyrics. And, uh, well, your kiss is on my list. <laughs> I would compare you to a kiss from a rose. Have you done a ukulele cover of Kiss from a Rose, Jordan? I, I absolutely have, yeah. Okay, I thought you had. I, was, I have. Surely you have had to. You want to end the show with it? Bam, there it is. Yeah. All right, let's do it. There's so much a man can tell you so much. Yeah, I, can say. I did that one because uh, it's a Batman song. Yes, it is. A.K.A. a tuxedo mask song. 
Did Shut you know? The fuck up. <laughs> then when it snows, <laughs> my eyes become wide and the light that you shine can be seen. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Baby. <laughs> I compare you to a kiss. You kiss from the rose on the gray. Is this the most musical episode we've ever done? Oh, the I market of you, the stranger. There's a couple of lines in that song that I definitely was like, oh, is that what that says? Uh, what is there's like a to me, you're like a growing addiction that I can't deny. To me, I'm like you tell a growing addiction that I can't deny. Is that healthy, baby? <laughs> Tell, tell me, is that healthy, babe? But did you know that we're the same? For so, real, so, so I that... once had that song stuck in my head for about three... Uh, it was about 11 days solid at that time, and I didn't remember many of the, wor- <laughs> the lyrics. What so... are you doing? Hmm? I don't... I don't... It was just it's that. Just oh. It was just that. It was just... That means my version is definitely playing at the end of the episode. I'm sending it to Jake. No, just, just please, I thought it would be nice to have a little background music. Uh, so that's what uh, Amara says to uh, Serena. Oh. Uh, did you, you you were in the middle of a story before Chris so rudely interrupted. <laughs> oh no, it's just that I can't, I, I could not remember like most of the lyrics to that song. So it was just like, did you know? Because it's a kiss from the rose, from a rose on the gray. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It's complete nonsense. Because I thought it was like a rose was going from growing from a grave. Right, that would make sense. No, it's on the gray, and I'm like, what? What is it on the gray? I have no idea. But here's the thing about Kiss from a Rose. Uh, it is probably it. the most fun song to just make up lyrics to, because all you got to do is like, because it doesn't really rhyme or make sense mm-hmm. anyway. Did you know? And when it snows, rhyme. I did know that. <laughs> uh, so that's not what. Anyway, back cafe. to the episode. You from the cafe. The light on the dark side, me. So uh, anyway, we cut basically. To, uh, they just go a first kiss. That's cute, and then they just walk away. <laughs> yeah, they bail. Uh, and, and, and at which point, Usagi goes, "They're so mature." <laughs> yeah, because they're like kissing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and then Unazuki's like, "Hey, by the way, Usagi, I have a lot of cakes. You guys should come and eat them at my house." <laughs> a lot of delicious cakes at home what why didn't you mention <laughs> uh so from there we cut to uh why, why did she have a lot of delicious cakes at home because her family she owns the cafe cakes? she well, lives I guess alone mm, i'm pretty her sure family the family live together andrew might live alone I, that looks I, like a what? whole apartment to me andrew and her and his parents went to africa to visit his fiance. yeah I'm good with and, that. And she was like, I can't get off work at the cafe that you own. That so we parents, as a family home. <laughs> I'm going to stay and serve cakes and practice kissing. And just take cakes home with me. <laughs> so we cut to Dr. Tomoe's basement headquarters. Oh, right. uh, and we get a lot of the same footage that we've seen. But I think we also get a little bit of new footage. Like we get some, we get, we definitely get some Dr. Tomo, Tomoe uh, like laughing footage that I don't think we've seen before. I I don't know so about that. There, there's like, so many giggle fits. He laughs a lot. 
uh, he also says that uh, a kiss is something that he hasn't done in years, which lends credence to my theory that this is future Naru and, and Melvin. Wait, did you skip? You skipped a whole scene. Mm, I don't think I did. You definitely did. I don't think I skipped anything. I think maybe we were just singing uh, Kiss from a Rose. By seal. Uh, outside the cafe, Haruka and Mitsu, they're like, we don't have the luxury of being in love right now, but we're definitely in love. Yeah, they, they get to do their whole scene of, by the way, that was probably, uh, since anybody we talked to is the target of a monster, that's probably one of them. Yes, they've, they've figured out the pattern. <laughs> they, they, they know the plot of the show. So. And then, uh, then Mitsu turned to Haruka and said, you remain my power, my pleasure, my pain. Maybe we got some new laughter footage. I don't know about that. Uh, so so they send out a diamond egg. That's the only thing that matters. And guess guess what? Oh. Guess whose pure heart is in danger? Guess what young girl speaking about her own mouth purity uh, is <laughs> oh going to be in danger in this episode? Oh, what what is up with the picture she has on her dresser? Is it like a tiny piece of a picture that she destroyed? Like, what? I don't understand this picture. You're going to talk about the picture? You're not going to talk about this vacuum cleaner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to the vacuum cleaner. This, There's going to be lots to talk about the vacuum, vacuum cleaner. vacuum cleaner that she owns? Yes. No, it clearly is a child. Vacuum cleaner? It is super weird because it's like it's like a like a puzzle piece, but it's framed on a background. Yeah, I don't understand. Or, or like I said, it's like she had a picture of a bunch of people and she was like, ah, oh, these people all suck. I just want the one guy I can kiss. Uh, the picture of, but yeah, but yes, let's talk about the vacuum. Let's talk about the vacuum. Okay, so, it's amazing. Yeah, this vacuum is shaped like a uh, elephant, and that's it's like elephant the elephant. Yes, it's amazing, and I don't know if this is a thing. If this is like a a you know cute Japan thing, uh, the, you know part of the you know the whole uh, kawaii craze that kind of you know Sailor Moon led to in the in the nineties and was a product of. Uh, I, I guess, like, really, kind of, it was Hello Kitty that really kicked that off. But, like, mm-hmm. are appliances shaped like cartoon animals in Japan? And if so, why do we not do that here? I mean, back, like, about five years or so back, there was that line of humidifiers that were all shaped like animals. Yeah, but I want, like... There's, like, a frog one. There's a penguin that some people I follow named Mr. Bargles. So if you search for elephant vacuum on Google, which I just did... Uh, there are multiple elephant vacuums, but I will say a picture from this episode is the fourth, the fourth mm. thing. But before that, there are little elephant vacuums. Well, uh, I, I want an elephant vacuum. I want a penguin-shaped yeah. refrigerator. I basically yeah. want to live in Gotham City. <laughs> hmm, hmm. Oh, this one is particularly cute. Here, I'm going to show you that one. It's great radio. Uh, it's a it's a little green elephant vacuum. It's adorable. And we're not on the radio. We're on a podcast. And if you if you pa- join our Patreon, we'll send you pictures that we looked at during the episode. <laughs> that is adorable. Because he's sucking true. up things so hard. So Look he's got his eyes all squinched up tight. He's really trying. He's trying so hard. He's doing, his, he's doing his little elephant best. <laughs> you want to buy that, don't you? I do want to yes! buy it. Yes. He's so good. He's good at his job. He does his best. I mean, basically, we're looking at a thing that is from this episode. Yeah. Uh, Pretty cute. But but imagine, I mean, it would be terrible if anything bad happened, like a monster. Well, it would be. Now, is it something bad happening or does this vacuum cleaner just go through a very sudden puberty? (laughs) It's got a very sexy phase. Uh, A diamond egg gets up in it and 
I I want to talk about this transformation because the first thing that happens is just a sex a single sexy leg sprouts from the side of this vacuum cleaner, and that's like the most horrifying shit in the world. <laughs> it is followed by another sexy leg, and then uh, a couple arms, and finally a complete sexy lady who is also a vacuum cleaner who is also an elephant. It's pretty He's amazing. So good. It's pretty amazing. Now, but you but you don't like her as much as uh, the. Uh race car yeah they're gonna have to work really hard to top that race car but uh this is usuji and and she's pretty close she's she's pretty close um just everything about her (laughs) is a little more upsetting than anything we've seen before she has tubes that come out of her boobs that go around to her elephant hat right yeah that's true that's really upsetting uh and again also she still has a cartoon elephant head on top of her sexy lady head so Osoji's name is is just the word Osoji, and that's uh, basically, it roughly translates to like spring cleaning, like a really large-scale cleaning effort. So she's just screaming about cleaning every time she says her name. Now, she also has her star tattoo hidden in her cleavage. Yeah, behind a little, like, behind a little flip-down window, too. Like a little yeah. trap door, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it pops open, and sure enough, she steals uh, Unazuki's pure heart right out of her chest. But you know what? We 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 actually should talk for just a second about. Oh no, no, that's actually that's the next scene. I think. Never mind. So uh, uh, she so jumps out the window, and what does she see on an adjacent rooftop? Answering the call from a new era, it's Sailor Uranus, and also answering the God. call, of Sailor Neptune. Dude, like the best thing about Neptune is that she just does the thing that a lot of the other scouts do after someone's call, which is just saying Onajiku Neptune, which is ditto. <laughs> answering the call a new er- from a new era. Ditto, Neptune. Same. Maybe they'll translate <laughs> yeah. it as same. That would be hilarious. Me too. Uh, Usuji says that she is not going to uh, let them have the pure heart, so she attacks them with... <laughs> she just really sucks at them real hard. Yes, that is exactly what happened. But they managed to knock the pure heart out of her hands, and it goes into the back of a pickup truck? Like, what? It's a, it's a garbage truck, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's like, is it? It yeah. didn't look like yeah. one to me. Just a little garbage truck. Yeah, there's just it just happens to be a garbage truck coming by. Not like, oh, you know what? I just paused it. So like when I was looking at it moving, it looked like it had people in it, but it's not. It's like a a, a scooter and a bicycle. I don't think it's a garbage no, truck. I think, I think you're right. I think it's just a pickup truck that just has some weird trash in it because it's got a moped and a bicycle and yeah, just like some various items. Huh. So then the best part of the episode, <laughs> they all jump down on the street and go, "Where'd it go?" And then a dog walks by and shows its butt hole and goes, woof. <laughs> yeah. I wondered why I had the note in here that just said in all caps, some weird dog barks at them. Yeah. Here's my question. Is this the same animal that saw the diamond egg shooting out of the ground a couple episodes ago? Because I thought that was a cat. <laughs> but it might have been this weird dog. I don't remember. I, I, we I'm have to go back sure and this look. This is a different one, and so it's now this weird running gag that animal just animals keep being surprised by uh, by the forces of evil. Okay, now this is important. This is what I was going to talk about before, and now we actually do have to address this. Okay, uh, she does live in her own apartment. Yeah, I guess the uh, it says Unazuki. Yu Furuhata on the. Uh... It, first of all, there's the fact that yes, her buzzer says Yu Furuhata. Second of all. When they go into it, it opens directly into that room, which is she was cleaning with her child's 
vacuum cleaner, which is, again, decorated with, like, dolls and pictures of boys that she wants to kiss in fantasies. If her family lives there, they're very generous with what they let her decorate the main room of the apartment with. I'm surprised that you didn't mention two other things about the scene. Because what's happening now is that the Sinchi are arriving. And first of all, Minako is wearing both cats on her shoulders, like accessories. Adorable. Second of all, everyone is in their uniform except Ray, who's wearing like a go-go dress. That is weird. Yeah. And Usagi is freaking out and buzzing the buzzer like 50,000 times. No, wait, maybe she, maybe Unozuki and Motoki live together because Mako starts talking about, like, she starts, like, clasping her hands together and fantasizing about cleaning Motoki's room for him. Well, she's been to Motoki's house before to clean it. Maybe yeah. she's reminiscing? Maybe. That's weird. Uh, I also think it's very surprising that Usagi went and got all of her friends to come eat this uh, spare cake. She said huh. there was a lot. Yeah. Yeah, but a lot means cake for Usagi. <laughs> Look, she's maturing. She's showing a lot of, of maturity in this episode. No, what so is she's going to eat most of the cake? Real answer is that uh, she uh, she went. Oh, I want to eat this cake, but they're going to yell at me if I don't study. Let's have all of them come over here to study, and we can eat the cake. Chris, at that point, it's the halfway point, which means we get a little act break. That's right. We get a little bit of. Exactly. Just a little bit of that. <laughs> so uh, when we come back, we find, uh, yes, yeah, she's still uh, asleep on the floor. They all run in to her striped pink carpet. And uh, her, now, again, let's talk about what is happening here. They talk. It's her pure heart has been ripped out. Those are the words that they say. They don't say ripped. They probably say pulled out or something. The point is they literally say her heart has come out. Okay, let's let's keep that in mind mm-hmm. going forward, because it's a little surprising to me what happens in this episode. Well, it's really, they never really explain if this is a metaphorical heart or a, or a literal heart. <laughs> no, they don't. No, they don't. I think it's a lot like the heart in Kingdom Hearts, where they what? take out your heart and it's just kind of like a soul thing. But that would also require getting into a tangent about Kingdom Hearts, and I don't understand Kingdom Hearts anymore. Listen, we'll have Shannon there's Manor back on soon. I've tried, I've, I've, I've tried to read charts. I, I don't understand. All right, you guys will have to do Kingdom Heart business. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so... Just have a friend on every week to try to explain Kingdom Hearts to you. <laughs> and it just doesn't take any time. So, meanwhile, uh, Elephant Lady is vacuuming the street. Yeah, just searching hard for that pure heart. Which, again, I love how... I love the monsters in this season for how ridiculous the designs are and how, like, crazy over-sexualized they are. But I also love how, like, comically inept they are. That's like going back to some season one stuff. These are the least threatening monsters we have ever encountered on the show. It's just well, this except that they're cleaner running around not doing her job. Well, don't forget that they are more powerful than any monster we've ever encountered and required entirely new transformation yeah they're just not very good at their jobs well she's got like a metal detector arm built into her vacuum cleaner arm that's useful it's uh it's so with a dust mite sensor is what she says (laughs) yeah (laughs) so back at the apartment 
The scouts have uh, have have picked her up and put her in bed and tucked her into bed with the blanket right up under her chin. I love this part. And then the girl whose heart has been taken out of her body wakes up by giant hearts appearing over her eyes for some reason. And then she sits up and starts talking. Uh, She doesn't sit up and start talking, Jordan. She sits up and tries to make out with Makoto. Well, okay, you are absolutely correct. She sits up, says, I want to kiss, and then immediately goes for Makoto. (laughs) Why she chooses Makoto? I don't know. I mean, maybe she's been watching the show. Maybe she knows what's up. Then she tries to kiss Usagi, too. That's true. Yes. Because she knows that she's a a miracle romance. Uh, I do want to point out that when she's trying, when she's uh, grappling Makoto and trying to kiss her, we get some, we get some reactions, we get a reaction shot, and the two people who have like are freak out sweat coming from their heads are uh, Usagi and Dami. Hmm. Yeah, the most innocent characters. Hmm. Okay, if that's okay. I don't understand how. Okay, well, we'll talk about that in a second. I don't understand how a person who doesn't have a heart is not dead. Like, I thought the whole thing was, we have to return these body parts because they're dead, not they become kiss zombies, which is also a weird reaction to not having a heart. And I love Amy's explanation. Oh, Uh, my God. Do you remember what it is? Yeah. It is perhaps with her pure heart taken out. (laughs) She has become impure. Oh my god, because Usagi's like, please, you you wanted to make your first kiss special and unique, and Unazuki's like, I don't care, I just want to kiss. Yeah, this is the section of the episode where it gets, where it would be weirdly slut-shamey if it wasn't so weird. I mean, it is weirdly slut-shamey, but it's like more weird than that. Like, Well, I don't think it's slut-shamey as much as like non-romantic shamey. I mean, like, if we're if we're keeping up with the metaphor of like, yeah, I want my first time to be special, meaning what we what we all know it does, <laughs> then the fact that like, oh yeah, she's becoming pure, she'll just like make out with anybody, like any of these any of these five girls she invited over for unlimited cake. <laughs> oh God! The only thing I think that that keeps it from like getting into like really weird moral territory is that it's established that Unazuki wants to have like a special first kiss and that this doesn't necessarily apply to the other characters, like other positive characters that we've seen like Amara and, uh, and Michelle, like uh, Mishiru and I, or Usagi. Or Usagi. I really, Chris, I really thought for a minute there you were going to say, <laughs> if we didn't know that Amy is totally making out with Lita oh, well, yeah, on a regular too. basis. <laughs> Hashtag cookbook. <laughs> oh, man. So, so uh, Ray uh, exercises her. Ray puts an Ofuda on her mouth so that she is magically forbidden from kissing. <laughs> uh, and she's like, the rest of you go get her pure heart crystal by, by the and way so the, this is the, the scene thing. where uh where ray busts out the afuda it's like a new little attack animation like it's it's short but it's essentially an attack animation and it actually looks like really cool it's like stylized stylized even by the standards of sailor moon i think mm-hmm. so break out the jordan soundboard really quick because i just want you to click the crystals aren't real button mm-hmm. um <laughs> so i can talk about this heart crystal thing again because Again, I'm just so baffled by it because they all just talk about her pure heart has come out. Her pure heart is, is out. So 
so I, uh, up until this episode, I've been thinking of it as I understand that it looks like a crystal, but for all intents and purposes, we're treating it like it's her heart. And when they take it out, they're going to die. That's why they need them to put it back in. No, not medically accurate. You would die a lot faster than they do in the show. Yeah, but I mean, I think like, you know, oh, they pulled they pulled your soul out and now you're going to die is like, a, like sure. a fine thing for us to grab onto and understand. And it's probably like a soul powered by your life force. So that slowly drains away your reserves or something. Yeah, although, but this is again, this is the first time we've ever seen anyone without a pure heart left in them move. I think I, if I recall, this is one of the few times it actually happens. I don't think this is a regular thing. Okay. Yeah, at this point, it's just like it's whatever. At this point, it's it's, <laughs> it's your it's your heart and or your soul and or your purity and or your innocence or whatever. and or your mirror. Yeah, it's 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 whatever. <laughs> but you know, one of these is going to be the Holy Grail. So who knows? <laughs> yeah, May, the Holy no, Grail, the Holy no, freaking Grail, no, the Chris. one that Jesus drank from. No. That Sir Galahad went on a lengthy trip for. The, the no, you're getting it wrong. You're getting it wrong. Yeah. They will be, uh, oh, I forget what they're called. Three of them will be other artifacts, which when combined. Talismans. Talismans, which will become the, the Holy Grail or the, what was it? The Purity Chalice or something like that. <laughs> purity Jehovah Chalice begins makes with it sound eye. even more like this is an episode where somebody was like, I want, I want my first time to be special. So we have a purity chalice. Oh no, Satan um, ripped out my my abstinence-only education. <laughs> so eventually, so, they, uh, track the diamond to a junkyard. Because Amy just looks it up on on her computer, where yeah, it is. She's got it. It's yeah, fun. she can find it. And uh, Usagi and Memoru roll up on the motorcycle, because Memoru has been Yeah. Up. And we see that... Uh, so hooked up. Usuji. <laughs> we see that Usuji <laughs> and... Uh, Haruka and Michiru are already fighting on top of these stacks of cars. Now, if you've been following, if you're one of the few people who's been following things that I've written on the internet for the past 11 years, you'll understand that I was really excited when Sailor Moon went to a junkyard to fight a monster. And all I wanted in this world was for her to scoop up a car battery and just chuck yeah, it at that monster's uh, head. I knew you were going to say that. Oh, and that's would have been madness. Would have been beautiful. And besides, we all know that would have been Memoro's move. Mm, nope. Nope. That is the move of a protagonist, not a sidekick. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they're, they're, uh, they're, oh, and by the way, okay, sorry. Let's mention Usagi's riding on the motorcycle. Oh, I didn't see if she was riding side saddle. Did you? Oh, I didn't. I didn't. Oh, no. Can we see? Can't go back. I think we can tell. The past is past. Oh, is that? Well, I went back. But I can't tell from the way she's standing. Uh, but I will tell you that Luna is riding on Sailor Moon's shoulder uh, while on the... Please do not have your cat on your shoulder while riding a motorcycle. That's a bad idea. It's cat on your shoulder, thumbs up. Cat on your shoulder on a motorcycle, thumbs down. If this show was an American show, they would have absolutely given her a tiny little helmet. <laughs> and we did not get that. and little little knee pads little shoulder pads uh somehow they're fit for a cat's legs where would you put a knee pads on a cat i have no idea i don't know they'd find a way the back knee i don't know so uh sailor moon transforms uh with her awesome transformation song yeah and uh we cut to the the fight between uh uranus neptune and usuji Usuji says that uh, that if you want that pure heart, come and take it. And then 
They are interrupted by the arrival of Sailor Moon, who says that she won't let anyone take that pure heart crystal, because it belongs to a girl who dreamed of her first kiss with a wonderful boy, and she won't allow anyone to take her pure heart. Uh, weird, okay. weird morality play going on here that I don't quite understand. Yeah. I, uh, I, uh, Point being, I'll shock you. Don't, <laughs> don't kiss unless it's right. She's also calling everyone dust mites. Uh, not Sailor Moon, uh, Vacuum Lady. Usuji. Her attacks are amazing because she like pulls the cord out of her butt and like uses it to whip. Yep. And then she uses like a blower attachment. And then her torso opens up and she starts shooting out full vacuum cleaner bags of dust that like explode yep. threatening to get uh hurricane michiru dirty if they do not dodge fast enough but they react as though it's deadly yes but really it was just dirt yeah and then <laughs> it's gross and they do their like awesome superhero landing poses and usagi just like straight falls like out of the <laughs> sky onto her face it's so good and so she's gonna kill them all obviously and then Magic. Magic happens. A rose sticks into her head. And then the really weird part of the episode. <laughs> oh, I love this. I love it. This is like the most baller shit Tuxedo Mask has ever pulled. Tuxedo Mask is standing on top of a pile of garbage. No, 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 no. No, he's not. No, he's not, Jordan. He's not. <laughs> well, what's happening okay. is what we, we cut from the rose to a Tuxedo Mask doll that someone yes. has put exactly Bomber. where it belongs, which is the trash. Uh, there's garbage for every trash pile. It's true. And this trash is in a trash pile. And then it moves up and we find that he's sitting on top of, I, I guess, a carnival closed. I guess this is all the junk from when uh, the Yoma took over Tokyo Disney way back in yes. like episode five or whenever it was. Because yes. he is sitting on a stack of garbage, a, a giant trash pile, capped off with a uh, merry-go-round horse. And he's just kicking it, also side saddle, on this horse. Arms crossed. It's pretty great. Legs crossed. It's beautiful. Tuxedo Mask doll has a rose in its mouth. Yes, which he clearly put there. Oh, it's a tiny <laughs> rose. He couldn't have. Because here's the thing. He got there with Sailor Moon. He could have been in this fight this entire time. He's been setting this shit up. <laughs> he, can't, he can't transform while she's transforming. They don't have a combined transformation. He has to wait till she's done. None of the scouts have a He doesn't have a transformation at all. He's always wearing that stuff. No, we've seen his transformation. That tuxedo is He's not always. Yeah, he's not wearing his hooked up bike suit anymore. Come on. (laughs) What do you think he was wearing underneath his hooked up bike suit? Well, I don't know. He was probably hooked up. (laughs) So uh, he tells. He just had to try to cram that cape into that jacket. (laughs) He just straight up goes, hey. Throw yourself in the trash, which is an awesome thing to say to a supervillain. And then that gives Usagi the time and inspiration to use Moon Spiral Heart Attack, which continues to be a super rad finisher. Hell yeah. So good. Like a fucking truck. It's so great. Pow. Lovely. 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 That happens. And then you'd think, that's it. But wait, don't you remember? This is a three-way battle, not a two-way battle. That's right. It's the three-way battle uh, to protect the pure heart. So uh, the monster's done with, but uh, who could be the other faction in this battle? Hmm. 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 I don't have any idea who you mean. No, neither do I. Does it involve kissing boys? Because I definitely kiss boys. <laughs> so uh, 
Sailor Uranus puts a like chokehold on Sailor Moon. Yeah, she grabs her in a uh, in the old sleeper, while uh, Michiru goes for the uh, pure heart, and then Tuxedo Mask knocks the pure heart away and gets an elbow in the gut for his troubles. Mm-hmm. It's all true. It's very good. They are physically fighting each other over this pure heart. Uranus goes, yeah, people are going to die. I don't care. My shit's more important than that. Which is so hardcore. And, and Sailor Moon would not understand. It's their mission, says Sailor Neptune. Um, I'm like assigned by whom, but I guess we'll find out. So uh, one of my oh, one of my favorite parts about this whole bit with Haruka and Michiru, just like in general, is that they are perpetually telling Usagi, you can't friendship your way out of this one. And she's like, watch me. <laughs> yeah. And she continues to friendship her way out of it. I mean, again, and I rewrote the world when I couldn't re- when I couldn't friendship my way out of this. <laughs> I, I will say I, I, I'm not sure how I feel about them yet in this uh, rewatch, but I definitely remember in my original watching getting real tired of their bullshit <laughs> <laughs> because this is the pattern. Every episode, they are every episode are like. Yeah, we don't give a fuck who dies. We don't give a fuck who dies. All we care about is this pure heart. Oh, this is an itch. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, because they're just like, they're just like, this is our mission. We have to do this. People are going to, oh, this isn't a talisman. Whoop. Throw it away. <laughs> they're just real cocky assholes some of the time. I'll be honest with you. Oh, so they specifically say they were assigned this mission, too. And I was like, by whom? Uh, so I look forward to finding that out, hopefully. So that's exactly what happens here. Uh, Mishiru is like, oh, this is just a regular uh, heart. And Usagi runs and gets it back. And then we, like, Usagi smiles because she's got the pure heart. And then we cut to, I guess, later that night. And Haruka and Cute Michiru bu- are just sitting on top of a junked-ass car looking up at the moon going, yeah, she'll probably be okay. Oh, it turns out we don't want to see people die. And Hanukkah's like, no, we don't. We definitely want to see people die. Uh, so they put the heart back in her. And then uh, Makoto Shingo's a bit. <laughs> yeah, she was doing it outside, too, when she was thinking about Motoki. And I'm doing uh, it right now because it's very comfortable after you've been slouching all day. And then uh, Isagi repeats some of the, the kiss facts that she learned. And uh, and they're like, no, we should study instead of reciting kiss facts because uh, it's you know not what? all about kissing. What? I, I think I think your Twitter account, I think people need to tell you guys about other kiss facts. Just hashtag kiss facts. <laughs> kiss. Not the rock band kiss, though. No. Hashtag. We already know about that. They want to rock and roll all night and B, party every day. Uh, one of my favorite. I have this book of misheard lyrics that I love so much. Where they they thought that song said, "I want to rock and roll all night, and part of every day." <laughs> <laughs> Just a few hours. <laughs> Listen, it's an entirely different discussion, but it's kiss facts. Yes. <laughs> um, no, this is a different kind of kiss army. This is uh, a romantic <laughs> kiss, army. kiss army made up of pretty soldiers. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Outside, Memora's there. Usagi sneaks out to have a little romantic moment. And the cute button at the end of the episode is Usagi going, Oh, remember our first kiss? And Memora's like, Uh, yeah. <laughs> sure I do. And she's like, You fucking don't, you goddamn asshole. <laughs> um, so he- here's my question. What-, what kiss was their first kiss? I, I-, I don't remember. You don't remember <laughs> a kiss to a clear destiny? A ki- was that their first kiss? Uh, 
I honestly don't Or did remember. they do the drunk kiss first? It was definitely oh, it the, was drunk the drunk kiss. kiss. It was the drunk kiss. It was the drunk kiss. She was passed out and drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Non-consensual first kiss. Oh, so maybe that's what he's thinking. Great. Maybe she's like, remember our first kiss? And she's thinking of the one she remembers. And he's mm-hmm. going... That's not oh, it. are you talking about what <laughs> happened in the episode Romance Under the Moon, Usagi's first kiss? Oh my god. <laughs> oh, that's pleasant. Yep, that was it. That was <laughs> Hey, yeah, Unazuki, uh, I know about being kiss. One time I had a little too much juice. <laughs> got a little too turned. She's and- like, oh, this kiss is so familiar. Maybe Prince and Damien kissed me a lot when I was drunk on the moon. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And that's the end oh. of the episode, so it's time to talk about what we've... Hang on, Memru's shirt has two colors. Wait, what? <laughs> uh, Memru's motorcycle uh, uh, gear, which is really hooked up. He is wearing a jacket over a shirt that has, like, two belt collars around his neck. Nice. Is it nice? nice? It's the opposite of nice. That's pretty clamp up in, frankly. So, who I want I wonder which who said dreams are for losers, honey? Do you think that was one of the That was probably was, that was vacuum lady? That was either the vacuum lady or maybe uh Haruka. It might have been Haruka. I don't know. I'd have to look again. And then I don't know who said I'll keep hot lips on ice and about whom. Oh, that had to oh, be Ray. I bet that was Ray. That was Ray. Yeah, cuz she was like you guys go out and find it. I'll try and keep her from kissing people. <laughs> Nice. With my with my real magic powers. So with that, it's time for Sailor Business. Quarter Monster Powers. Where we talk about what we learned in the episode. Annie, what did you learn from this episode? I learned that you can either kiss people or you can be good at school. Uh, because you should either study or kiss people and risk being impure. So stay in school, kids. <laughs> Jordan, what did you learn? That's pretty that's pretty accurate. That's pretty accurate. Um I learned that I don't know what I like. That uh, cleaning is fun to do when you have adorable cleaning utensils, like an adorable elephant vacuum. Even teenage girls with their own apartments enjoy vacuuming when it's with an elephant vacuum. I learned that a kiss on the palm means you need a favor. So if we do start a Patreon, y'all motherfuckers better wash your hands. Aww. I was so ready for you to say something about a kiss from a rose. Uh, what does a kiss from a rose mean? Does it also mean you need a favor? Or does it just mean that to me, you like an addiction sense. that I can't deny? <laughs> Tell me, is that healthy, babe? Well, it means that the more he gets of you, the stranger it feels. Mm-hmm. Does he compare, when he compares you to a kiss, kiss from a rose, is it favorably? <laughs> I, would have, I don't think or he would do have written a song short. to negatively compare you to a kiss from a rose. <laughs> that's crazy uh so what do we think of this episode uh again oh people got kissed by a rose in this episode well sort of it was a kiss on the forehead which is friendship but it was from the sharp end of a of a trimmed rose so (laughs) yeah it did stick into her head uh i really I i think s's kind of string of fun monster of the week episodes i know it won't last forever but while it's going on 
the, really, the episodes are so formulaic now. Like, even more than the the first season episodes. Even more than the Jedi no. episodes. No, they really no. are. Because we get the same conversation no. with Haruka and Michiru the whole time. We have the same footage of Dr. Tomoe and... Uh, Oh, name I can't right. remember. Right, because it's not like we had a jo- an ongoing joke about the fact that Queen Beryl did the exact same thing every episode. Yeah, no, but but like working it's the ball. All the st- what you got for me? I've got a shady business. Go do it. <laughs> yes, it was the same every episode. But the only thing, the only thing that's changing is what is the monster, and so far the monsters have been like just uproariously entertaining. Uh, and I think that's carry like the the weird weird monster designs are really carrying the show right now, and it helps that we're seeing like you know, I, I, I like minor continuity. I like uh, Unazuki showing up again, and and I even like that it's kind of a callback to her first appearance, uh, riding on the back of that motorcycle. Well, you're still we're still I mean right, again right now we're still in the part of the season that is learning about the new scouts. That's the plot of the real plot. Of the show. Yes. Like, there's a monster, but that's the incidental plot. I mean, again, it's the main plot is the monster, really. But the part that changes every episode is, oh, this this scout is a race car driver. This scout is a, a violinist painter. These scouts who just hang out with each other seem to know women. an awful lot about kissing. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Annie, what do you think of the episode? I, I, I have nothing but good things to say about... Uh, Sailor Moon Super or Sailor Moon S, whatever you want to call it. I Even these parts, which can be a little by the book, I feel like they build really well. And they introduce slightly new things each time. Like uh, even Haruka and Michiru's conversation about how they like have to kill a dude. Uh, they're at least, they at least reveal a few new things each time. Like, like what Jordan was saying earlier, we've been given this mission by somebody. Uh, earlier they were like, we have to find the Holy Grail. It, it's not the best development but it's still small bits and i really enjoy that especially once the rest of the series uh for the season really kicks in it's one of my favorite parts of sailor moon and like i don't really like revolutionary girl utana but that's a whole separate thing sorry i have i have opinions about utana but i really love what the utana guy does in this in this season of sailor oh, moon like a lot. by the way i did say on a previous episode that uh i i've always been under the impression that uh utana was a naoko takeuchi thing but it's not it's an uh, ikuhara thing uh so <laughs> apologies for for that mistake from me utana and penguin drum <laughs> Uh, well, that does it uh, for the episode. Uh, Annie, before we let you go, can you tell everyone where they can find you and your fantastic podcasts online? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can find me personally on Twitter and Tumblr uh, at Anniezard, and that's A-N-N-I-E-Z-A-R-D. Twitter and Tumblr are mostly my places. I've also recently started posting stuff on Instagram uh, at Anniezard. Annie's Art is pretty much where you can always find me on things because it's never taken. Uh, as far as my podcast, you can find that uh, principally at thegemjam.tumblr.com and also at gemjamcast on Twitter. The Gem Jam is our main podcast that I do with Kit Walker and Mac Weaver, which is a uh, episode-by-episode recap of the 1980s cartoon Gem and the Holograms. So if you like this kind of girly cartoon recap, you'll probably like the Gem Jam as well. And we also do a side podcast called I Will Fight You, which uh, comes out about every six weeks. We always post stuff to the Gem Jam feed so you can follow us there. And that tends to be about movies in general. Uh, We just had a spooky Halloween episode uh, that went up recently. And our next one will be about uh, the Swan Princess Christmas special because we hate ourselves. (laughs) 
Oh, I just realized because uh, that we didn't do the Halloween no, we special. Didn't. Oh well. One day, one one day we'll get all the bonus episodes we want to do done. Oh, uh, Patreon. We'll do it for you, patrons that we don't have yet. That there is no way to become yet. They're out there. Hey, did you have Did you have more to plug? Uh, I think that was it. Uh, watch for watch out for our uh, podcast and Twitter space soon because we're going to be starting up a video series called Date Me Damn It where we do Otome game let's plays. I nice. Uh, but that. that's that's coming down the pipeline. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Crackshot with a zero for an O. You can find our producer, Jake Mason, at JJ underscore Mason. He's got a bevy of other podcasts uh, among them. The Morphin Grid, Pokemon World Tour, Pokemon World Tour United, The Cool Kids Table, probably six other ones that I don't know off the top of my head. Uh, you can find the show on Twitter as at Sailor Business, and you can email the show if you have any uh, questions, concerns, facts about Sailor Moon, things that uh, questions that we've asked that you want to answer, uh, or anything along those lines. You can always send it to Sailor Business Podcast at gmail.com. You can find the T shirt club, which is run by uh, our good friend Christina Murdaugh, who will be back in a few weeks for uh, to guest on the episode. Uh, at sailorbusiness.ttoki.com, T-E-E-T-O-K-I.com. I'm on Twitter as the ISB, and you can find everything at my website, which is the-isb.com. Uh, that'll have links to stuff that I write online, comics that I've written, uh, other podcasts that I do, and all that good stuff. And hey, um, before we close the show out, I'm going to bring everybody down. <laughs> uh, I'm going to get a, I'm, I'm going to get a little real. Fair enough. The past couple weeks. Uh, I know that a lot of people out there are uh, scared and worried and anxious and depressed and angry. And I know that because I think everybody who's been on on this show today has has felt a lot of those emotions. Uh, one of the reasons that we didn't do a show last week was because Jordan and I were both kind of in a mood where we weren't sure if there was any point to doing a show about Sailor Moon anymore. Exact two weeks. Uh, exact two weeks. Actually, what's that, Jordan? Pro- probably yeah. last two weeks. It was. It was pretty grim, and it's kind of going to be for the foreseeable future. But I do want to say that there's a lot of stuff that you can do. There's a lot of organizations out there. Organizations like the ACLU, like Planned Parenthood, uh, that can use your donations. There's things in your community that you can do to volunteer. A uh, trans lifeline, by the way, is another really good one. Yes. And they have gotten slammed in the last couple of weeks uh, since uh, since last Tuesday. And they could really use some help on yes, there, too. Absolutely. Um, you can call your local lawmakers. I, I called my uh, congressmen and my senators this week. And sometimes that doesn't feel like you're accomplishing much, but sometimes you get to have a really good conversation and they have to listen to you. That's that's part of the deal. They have to listen. Uh, so if you are upset and concerned, then you should do that. I know that a lot of people have told us, um, and I'm sure, any that you've heard this too, uh, and if you haven't, then you can hear it from me right now, uh, that listening to shows like Sailor Business, uh, like, like The Gem Jam and I Will Fight You, have really helped a lot of people get through not just their commutes, but kind of get through hard times in their lives when they, they just want to have something to listen to so that they don't feel alone. And doing these shows absolutely helps us. Uh, it's, it's how uh, Jordan and I became as good friends as we are now. It's how Annie and I became as good of friends as we are now. And I want you to know that we're going to be here. 
to to kind of help everybody have some fun every now and then uh, for as long as we can. And and I will say this, um, and and then I'll and then I'll get out of here. But I don't like a lot of the pop culture comparisons that you see to like real world politics because I think they're they're often really facile and can come off as really insulting to real life situations. Uh, but at the same time, I do believe in in learning things uh, from stories. That's that's why that's why we tell them. That's why we as a people tell stories. And if there's one thing that I think we should all have learned from Sailor Moon, uh, it's that when things get grim and you feel like you're hopeless, you don't give up. Uh, you don't go back to the way it was before. You stand up. You find the person who needs you. And you put your hand on their shoulder and you lend them your strength. And that is a thing that we need to do because that's how we fight. That's how we get through things. We all we all stand together. I would encourage you to, to look into to doing things in your own community. I would encourage you to stand up for each other when you see someone who can't stand up for themselves. Because now is now is not the time for eating and sleeping and taking the easy way out. It's 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 time for hands on shoulders. And lending strength. Uh, but if you want to have some fun for a couple hours every week, we'll be here. Annie will be here. Jake will be here. Shannon and Kat. All the other guests that we've had that, that are our friends who who do things. But I want you to know that we're all here for you. And we all want to be here for each other. So with that in mind, this has been Sailor Business Episode 94. Uh, we're going to be back next week with uh, Sailor Moon S episode 95. Let Moon help with your love problems. That is such a wonderful title. And until then, keep your mind on Sailor Business. There used to be a green tower alone on the sea But you When it snows, my eyes become large and the light that you shine can't be seen. Baby, I can pay you to a kiss from a rose on the grave. Ooh, the more I get of you, the stranger it feels, yeah. Now that your rose is in bloom, a light hits the bloom on the grave. la da 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 da
Did you know that when it snows, my eyes become large and the light that you shine can't be seen? Baby, I can pay you to a kiss from a rose on the grave. Ooh, the more I get of you, the stranger it feels. Yeah, yeah, now that your rose is in bloom, a light hits the gloom on the grave. Hot lips on ice. Why don't you guys go after that heart wrecker and snatch that crystal? <clears throat> 